Hello, and welcome to a podcast that will be as fast-paced and high-octane as the movie we're reviewing. This is the Geek-Centric Podcast, and this is our quick-fire review of the Netflix movie, Kate. Joining me, as always, are two Yakuza Sicarios who were born and raised around Lake Ontario. My co-hosts, Justin and Nate. <laughs> oh my gosh. Am I officially a part of the Yakuza now? Uh, that makes hey, me so not, much cooler. All it takes is watching the movie. You're in. The membership has really gotten easier these days. Now I need to get a neck tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> or a face tattoo. Get like a single tear from your left eye. I can't wait. I can't I mean, wait. I, but I do want to say you guys, are, you guys are looking good. You don't look like you've spent the last 24 hours fighting for your life against ruthless Japanese mobsters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> but but uh, on that note, uh, shall we kick and punch and shoot and stab this thing into gear? Yes, let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> all right, all right. A little intro here. Meticulous and remarkably skilled, Kate is the perfect specimen of a finely tuned assassin at the height of her game. But when she uncharacteristically blows an assignment targeting a member of the Yakuza in Tokyo, she quickly discovers she's been poisoned. A brutally slow execution that gives her less than 24 hours to exact revenge on her killers. Starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Woody Harrelson, Tadanobu Asano, Jun Kinumura, and introducing Miku Martineau, and directed by Cedric Nicholas Trovan, Kate follows a burned assassin's furious pursuit of one last self-appointed job. You know, and I'm just going to start off really quickly here by saying I think what really worked with the film for me uh, were the impressive visual style as well as, you know, well-choreographed, if not wholly original, <laughs> fight sequences. Uh, two things I'm sure we'll discuss a bit here. But uh, what stood out with Kate for you guys? Well, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, more, more so than I, I guess I, I thought I would. Uh, you know, it has its, its flaws. It's, it's fairly predictable. But to your, to your point, Kevin, it, the, the choreography, the fighting, the sort of visual effects, if you will, that, that were kind of mixed with that, very well done. Uh, it, it, it felt different and unique enough that it, it could be on its own. Because this is obviously a very typical tropish sort of film that we've seen of john wick female style femme fatale it's Been almost big. The, the the headshot action film is yeah. almost its subgenre. yeah know? absolutely yeah I, I i gotta say like my expectations weren't terribly high for this movie um so me me enjoying it more than i thought i would isn't isn't giving it the highest of praise um but to your point i think yeah the, the movie's got a lot of its own visual style uh, separate from from John Wick, and I know John Wick does like to to play in that that area of Tokyo, but just sort of to to have the movie take place in Tokyo, yep. I think that was one of my favorite aspects about the movie. Um, and the the soundtrack uh, was just it was so much fun to to include all that J pop in there, mm. uh, and that every time that one of those songs came on, and she would just I'm like it's about to go down, like I was, <laughs> uh, it got me pumped, and and it and you know. I can't say as much about the very thin narrative in the movie, but but yeah. definitely that more original sort of um, action and very brutal and very violent yes. action for this yeah. movie. Yeah, it really reaches in terms of the violent nature, and it kind of does feel very traditional in terms of a, a Japanese style action movie with with how it you know ha implements the gore elements. Uh, but that as well with the cultural sort of. Uh, Relevance, like I, I liked how you know we saw a lot of Japanese 
uh, culture embedded in different ways, right? Through the thematics of the narrative while also like just having the language really live and breathe, uh, you know, in this movie. I think that that's really well done. A lot of, a lot of films like to go to Tokyo, but not speak Japanese or have a couple lines in Japanese just to totally. make it feel, but this felt very grounded in that culture. So, you know, I think that that's, that's a huge plus for it. I mean, again, I mentioned that it's not the most original in terms of the action just because we've seen a lot of it, but there were still some really cool moments. They did implement some really original spots throughout. And I hope it's not a spoiler to say a knife through the chin out of the face. Like that's that cool. the kind of violence we're talking about to the point where I was like, maybe this is more violent than John Wick. I mean, I know it a is. lot of people die in John Wick, but there's so much more blood in this. And I think it also really speaks to that you know, some of the traditional Japanese, uh, you know, action Shoot movies, movies. Yeah, exactly. especially in some of the scenery that we saying, get, yeah. we get blood splattered on there yeah. and things like that. Well, I like, cool. I, I, yeah, there was definitely a play with colors in terms of that visual aspect, right? Like, you know, we've seen it in the trailers, but like, you know, the car driving with the, with the neon lights inside, right? Very, very much, or mm -hmm. a very interesting scene in a sort of samurai aesthetic that's, that's very white. So that blood really does shine. Like there was these like sort of thoughtful intentions of doing that. And, and, and in terms of the action, what I I really liked is that they they tried in, in many cases to do a bit of a wonder with some of them where it felt very consistent um at the alley scene and, and and stuff like that like you, you'll see a lot of like this choreography that really speaks to this this sort of attention to wanting to nail it in in more of a, a vigorous manner rather than relying on cuts because i personally am not a fan of action films that rely too much on on cuts for fight sequences we saw it a lot in mortal Kombat uh this past year this felt like it had like that gun style which is very john wick but it also had like some raid very raid style vibes in hand, to hand, hand to hand hand to hand combat totally and, yeah like i would say the combat's better than something like mortal Kombat, <laughs> right so oh yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely and i think one thing that really helps it um, is you mentioned Justin was that you can see what's going on and you can follow the action so yeah. clearly and I think one of the elements that really helped that was the lighting of the movie mm. um, you know considering it takes Dark place light, almost yeah. entirely at night you can still follow it so well and I was reading up a bit about the movie and uh, the director credits uh, his production designer Dominic Watkins for mm. a lot of that and the, the whole cyberpunk feel of the movie in general because they didn't go with traditional lighting for the movie they actually built all of the lighting that they use into the scenery into the props and so that really helped yeah. elevate that so where you could really see what was going on yeah. and then in addition um you mentioned that there's a really cool sort of driving scene and none of that's actually filmed in um tokyo it's all cgi right and so uh the way they had to implement that because they it just would be impossible to film something like that with the narrow streets in tokyo sure and so they filmed it in thailand did all their shots in Tokyo and then combined it with CGI and it made for a really high octane, really fast paced scene that was exciting. It was exciting. It was fun. The CGI was not great though. I will yeah, say it wasn't, it wasn't it, that. And, and, yeah. and, but to the, to the point, like you kind of, you can sort of take a movie like this and understand what they have to deal with and what they're dealing with, especially now how hard it is to make movies sure. these days, I'm sure. sure. Um, and especially in that location. And you can give them a bit of a pass for it because it isn't the longest scene. It's not too distracting uh, like some of the other things in this movie that I, we might get to. Um, but uh, but no, the, the, the CGI racing scene uh, still got me hyped. Yeah, for sure. I also think, though, that, you know, Mary Elizabeth Winstead did a phenomenal job yep. in this movie. You know, she she's not new to action, obviously, but, you know, she really gave it her all. She kicked some serious ass, and she, she's come such 
a long way from being, uh, you know, the innocent daughter of John McClane from that Die Hard film. Um, so it, it was really good to see her really take that that full so plunge into it. And I also kind of appreciated how they, they really tried to make more of a deeper relationship or, or a deeper connection between Kate and uh, Ani. Uh, played by uh, uh, Mookie, um, but it's just it's just a shame because it really does end up going nowhere, right? So uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler. So, uh, you know, on that note, maybe we'll move to some of the things that didn't sure. work with the movie. Well, no, and to that point, Justin, you mentioned the word "tried." There, absolutely, they tried, but I think you know we've already mentioned the storyline thin, very unoriginal, also very drawn out. This movie's too long. Cut cut thirty minutes from this movie. I think they. I think maybe they had an idea minutes. for like for the for the sequel yeah i mean i checked the two hours where I was like, is too long it's an two hour hours, like, 46 minutes it's an Dude, hour and 46 I'm telling minutes you right now you cut an i got hour, to you cut the, 30 minutes I got it's an the, hour and 16 minutes it's, it's like, not even a, a yeah yeah it's not even a movie <laughs> i didn't Justin, i didn't find it I, long I, th- I think it's definitely very drawn out it's a very simple story right right but you get to the you get to the 40 minute remaining mark and it almost feels like they had an idea for a sequel and they put it into this movie that's what i kind of felt from it um but i will say that if we're sticking to the theme of things that really didn't work and you said they tried to get that that chemistry between mary elizabeth winstead and and miku martino you know honestly awesome for miku to to be getting into to movies after moving for out of voice roles she's just been in like some light kids cartoons and things like that fantastic for her she was the most distracting part of this movie for me and unfortunately really brought the movie down for me. Oh. Um, I Every time she sort of talked or tried to act in a certain way, um, and to her to her credit, it also has a lot to do with how her character was written for me as well. I think there were some moments where you see her character react in one way, and then in the next scene, she's completely the opposite. Uh, and it really didn't make sense uh, for me to see that character progression the way that it did. So... I, I didn't. I didn't necessarily enjoy that aspect of adding this sort of concept of this sort of um, you know sidekick to the John Wick narrative. I think that's how it was different. Yeah, that's what set it apart, and I think that perfectly reflects how a 16-year-old girl who's maybe never been exposed to this side of of her family's world would would react irrationally and spontaneously when just all of a sudden thrown into the middle of it. Um, Kind of one thing that didn't work for me, because um, Justin, you mentioned how great Mary, Eliz- uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is, and I think a lot of that is just how well she handles the physical aspect of her role. Uh, I mean, this is her third consecutive action film, right. and she talks about how she just she worked with the same stunt coordinators and teams through all three movies and just kept learning and progressing as a physical actor through that. And so I think she does a great job of making me feel sympathetic for her character, but I don't give a damn about her journey and her mission in this yeah, movie. I agree. That's yeah. where it really narratively yeah. it falls flat for me. Yeah, I, I just agree. don't care. Yeah. And there's so many characters and they're portrayed by some of the most prominent, most popular Japanese actors in the world today and I don't care really about them and what they're doing. I mean, it, it really is a one character yeah. show. Uh, but I did think that there was one particular scene uh, in the movie where our main character, Kate, is confronting um, the person she's she's set out to assassinate. And I thought that whole scene with everything else going on sort of yeah. around it was really well done. Maybe the best non-action scene of the movie. Yeah. But but a lot of the other parts where it wasn't that great action kind of fell flat. 
Yeah, and it, and it felt it felt very convoluted with all the twists and turns and, and, and things like that. It's just, you know, uh, again, I, I feel like the trailer really does just set up for what to anticipate from this movie. And that is a action-packed, not-so-great narrative movie uh, with some good visual effects. And, and, like, that's, you know, that's that's what I was expecting and that's what I got. So I was actually, like, pleasantly surprised. I think I think needless to say we liked elements and didn't like elements and I think we're we're generally on the same page with what worked and what didn't exception of a few minor things but I think overall we enjoyed the movie for the most part but let's find out um, you know in this movie Kate has 24 hours to seek her revenge with this podcast we have far less time so before our poison sets in let's give our scores for the movie today I'm asking what's your score out of five boom boom lemon drinks yeah <laughs> boom boom lemon um, I, I mean, listen, this movie is a competent John Wick-like movie following that format almost to a T. Um, the action and combat was brutal and and it, it felt less acrobatic. Um, and I think that's what gave this movie its its style, which was cool um, and did differentiate it in the in that sense. Um, extremely violent. It, it moves very quickly from fight to fight to fight, which is nice for, for action fans um, and choreography fans. But I think the story and the plot points are so thin and so drawn out uh, that I it just it, it, it didn't it didn't vibe with me enough for me to say like. To, to really talk about anything exciting about this movie other than the action. Um, and that's that's not necessarily what I want to watch a movie for fully. Um, so, you know, I think there was 40 minutes remaining in this movie. And again, as I said, it felt like there they could have had plans for a sequel that maybe would have uh, continued the storyline that they try to sort of continue with a big twist that doesn't really have that much of a payoff. Um, the acting all around was fine. I think, again, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was the best part of this movie obviously she's 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 the main um character but i i did think again miku's acting was distractingly subpar for me and i just i it was very disney channel original movie and i couldn't get over that constantly sort of uh bringing me out of this high octane action very adult movie so it just i don't i don't think it was the right choice to bring in a, a sidekick like that personally unless you're going to make her incredibly likable and incredibly endearing which i didn't find um and so i think yeah i think overall this movie didn't have too much hype for me um you know it's as we said it's like the seventh john wick style <laughs> movie that we've seen in the past year uh and we've seen them being done better outside of john wick so uh it exceeding my it, it exceeded my expectations but they were pretty low to begin with i'm going to give this movie um Three boom boom lemon drinks uh, out of five. So not bad, not great. Just another sort of action movie with a great soundtrack, awesome violence uh, that you can watch with some popcorn with some friends. So yeah, nice. Um, for myself, yeah, I I I really enjoyed this movie for for what it is. the The action is is stunning. Uh, Mary Elizabeth does a fantastic job, and I enjoyed Ani, played by. Miku, she was fantastic. Um, the narrative is is thin. It is very thin. I, I feel like though it, it does draw on a traditional Japanese tragic hero story, which grounds this story in its sort of cultural reference of of being Japanese. And and the film does a really great job of of celebrating the culture with the use of the language and subtitles and and just a focus on some of Japanese storytelling thematics. Um, I, I agree that this is very John Wick style. I feel like this is another take on that sort of revenge story but of course this this isn't 
the first time we've seen this revisited. Um, this past year, I did get a chance to check out another Netflix film, which is called uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, which again is is a take on the John Wick style, but has like this Tarantino, Wes Anderson. Uh, Western vibe to it, which is is really good, and and a lot of the same themes. It used glam and and visual effects to really, you know, up its ante and and separate itself. This film, however, it, it felt very raw. It felt gritty. Uh, the attention to the the fight choreography, the intensity of the gore, uh, you know, it does definitely sit in its own sort of action vibe while still drawing on very relevant genre tropes i don't know i i would definitely recommend this movie for for anyone who wants to watch it again if you want it for the action and the performances you'll enjoy it it's definitely not a riveting story but again it is a movie and you'll enjoy it i I think it's entertaining enough if you're into action movies this is an action movie this this is what you would expect so for that reason i'm going to give this movie a 3.5 out of 5 boom boom lemons uh i think i'll probably follow somewhere in between you two um I, again, I really enjoyed certain elements of of this film, but I feel like it was moments here and there rather than stretches yeah. of the movie or, or, or elements. I mean, there's one great moment where they set up for this huge climactic sword fight, and then it's almost a riff on a classic Indiana Jones moment that yeah. I got a good chuckle out of. Yeah. Um, and so, again, there were little elements that I enjoyed, and again, I think it's a great lead performance and I enjoyed the the element of the sidekick thrown into this genre to sort of separate it because it gives our main character something other than just the typical revenge story to sort of fight for. Absolutely. And so that helped me set it apart a little bit from some of the other variations in the headshot genre, as I've coined it now. But yeah, again, just narratively, it falls flat. It is a bit too long. And there's just not enough to sink your teeth into. I mean, I would really only recommend this to somebody who just loves to get their you know, hands on any action film out there. But I think it's been done better before, and I'm sure it will be done better in the future. That said, I'm going to give this a 3.1 boom-boom lemon drinks out of 5. Well, there you have it. Our quickfire review for Kate. The film is out now on Netflix. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And if you, you would be so kind, leave us a glowing review. Uh, will you be checking out Kate? And if you have, did it hit the mark? Shoot us an email at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if you only have hours to live and that'll take too long, hit us up on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. As always, we have just a ton of podcasts to check out. We have our instant trailer reaction for Matrix Resurrections. And of course, there's our weekly Watch Club series for Marvel's What If. Justin, Nate, and everyone listening, until next time, unless you drink the Margot, keep it geeky. (laughs) 